0: You are listening to The Purpose of Christmas, a series through Advent by Pastor Bay Allen. Good morning, church. Today we are in the second week of a new series, The Purpose of Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Today is the second week in Advent in the life of the church. As we celebrate, we remember uh, with anticipation the first coming of Christ. And I say this, as I mentioned last week, because Christians often talk about the second coming, when Christ returns. But this time of year especially, we remember what it meant to anticipate the coming of the Messiah for the very first time. There are many in the world who have not yet experienced the first coming of Christ. um, So this is also the season for us to share Christ with the world. During this season, we are looking at uh, hopefully finding purpose this time of year, allowing God to show us purpose as, as we are making time for Christmas, for more Christ. We're going to see that this is also a time for celebration, a time for salvation, and a time for reconciliation. Psalm 118.24 tells us, this is the day of the Lord's victory. Let us be happy. Let's celebrate. So today, we're looking at a time for celebration. I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app on your smartphones to Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 10, uh, in, in which we read, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I still remember the song... Celebrate good times, come on You know, probably gets stuck in some of your heads It gets stuck in my head I can't stop singing it I have no idea what the, the verse to the song is I, I lose it after that first line Until the chorus kicks in But the first line does tell us There's a party going on right here Or around here, one of those It's good enough for me it's good enough for most, if if we were to ask. I don't, I don't care if there's pepperoni pizza. I don't care if Taylor Swift is on the radio or if it's cool in the gang. I only care that there's a party going on right here, right? And that I'm a part of it. Show of hands, who likes a good party? You like a good party? I'm sure you do. This time of year, Christmas parties are popping up all over the place. Ugly sweaters. Uh, ugly sweater contest with Fruitcake door prizes, decorating human Christmas trees, swapping gifts until heads are spinning. Chances are you'll get invited to at least one Christmas party this year, if you haven't already. Uh, Yes, work parties count, and chances are you will be asked to attend a Christmas party. Now let's be honest, we're not getting any younger, so this being taken into account, we can also probably safely admit that our parties aren't getting any younger either. We don't party like we used to. Thinking back to college, I remember what it meant to party. And I definitely don't party like that anymore. I don't miss it. I don't miss the endless supply of cheap beer, not one bit. I don't miss the the loud music that has neighbors calling the cops and the underagers bolting through the back streets. I don't miss that. Um, And for those of you who who haven't experienced any of that, don't do it. You're not going to miss it either. Um, What I do miss is the energy. I miss the excitement, the, the simplicity. I miss, I miss that sometimes. You know, we had in our youth, we had the ability to celebrate. We weren't as prone to sulk about what we didn't have. We would celebrate with what we did have. We would have a blast in a room filled with people that were basically faces without names. We didn't know anybody at a college party, but it didn't matter. That, 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 that meant they didn't know us right? We, we didn't have to pretend to be anyone that we weren't, or we were able to pretend to be anyone we wanted to be. We could fade into a cheesy poof stain on a hand-me-down couch, uh, or we could be the life of the party. We could be singing at the top of our lungs, celebrate good times, come on. I hope that you have experienced a good party in your life. I say this because I, I want you to realize that those days may be over for you in many ways, But on the flip side of that partying lifestyle, there is still a party going on right here in the life of the church. We have cause to celebrate. This time of year especially is a time to celebrate. Whether you partied like you probably shouldn't have while you were in college or not, I'm sure that you've at least had a birthday party in your life. Christmas is the birthday party to outshine all birthday parties. We have a cause to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, God with us, Emmanuel. Amen. Now, our scripture today, it comes straight out of the mouth of a messenger of God. An angel uh, came to the shepherds while they were tending their sheep, uh, told them, Fear not, because I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people." And I want to look at this scripture, spend some time with it, invite it to spend some time with us. Um, Perhaps for you, this Christmas season doesn't leave you in a celebratory mood. For many, this time of year brings up memories of the way things were, but no longer are. Memories of loved ones who have passed, uh, cities that have changed, friends who have disbanded. If this is you, please know that you are not alone. If this is you, I also want you to hear that you shouldn't be alone, that you needn't be alone. On the 11th, we're having a a blue light service at our Jefferson Street campus where where those who are remembering loved ones um, that they have lost, they can come together, they can remember together, a time of healing, a time of remembrance. It's a special service geared um, at giving you a place to celebrate together. Even in grief, we can celebrate. This time of year, you get many different answers to this question. What do you celebrate this Christmas? What do you celebrate this Christmas? And uh, Pastor Rick Warren from Saddleback Church, he asked this question on the street, and here are some of the answers that he received I'm celebrating that I made it through another year. I'm celebrating being home with my family. I got a Christmas bonus. My son is home from Iraq. The candidate I voted for got elected. I'm celebrating that I finished all of my shopping. I'm not celebrating anything. I'm just trying to survive. There are many different responses to this question. Interestingly enough, for a holiday that literally means more Christ, none of these answers reflect that meaning, that purpose. And I'm sure if I asked each of you what you celebrate without any pretense, we, we'd probably see more answers that don't speak to the underlying purpose of Christmas, more Christ. But this scripture, let's pick it apart. It'll, it'll only take us a moment to realize that this is a gift for you. It's personal. This is good. It's positive. And this is for all. It's universal. So it's for you, it's for good, and it's for all. This means that no matter what you are celebrating this Christmas, the birth of Jesus is still for you, it is still good, and this is still something that we can all relate to and share in together. Let's start with this first snippet from this verse. This is for you. God loves you personally. You. Did you know 1 Timothy uh, 6.17 tells us, God richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Enjoyment. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. Find joy. I pray that you find joy this Christmas. I pray that God brings you joy. Next week's candle in our Advent wreath is remembering this joy that we have been given. As God's children, we have been provided with everything for our enjoyment. God gives richly. Let your joy be rich, just as you have been given to richly. You know, when I was a kid, I grew up in middle-class America. My mom was a teacher. My dad was a pastor, part-time pastor. He also worked at a, as a grocery store manager at a local supermarket. But I lived in Virginia Beach, Virginia. One one great thing about Virginia Beach is that all walks of life walk together. Um, I had friends that were poor. I had friends that were homeless. I had friends that were wealthy, that were rich. Again, all walks of life walked together. And let me tell you, when you have a, a rich friend, even if you're poor, you are rich. You're rich. You get to experience the good stuff. I want you to know this. Our God, richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Enjoy what God gives you richly. Even if you feel poor, God gives richly. This is the good stuff, and this is just for you. Jesus Christ is your rich friend. Experience the riches of Christ. As a child of God, they are now available to you. They are right at your fingertips. God, our provider, from his abundance, Here it is again, richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment, Timothy tells us. So enjoy it. These riches are for you. This is good news, good. Admit it, you get sick of hearing all of the negativity taking place in the world. This Christmas, we need to remove that egg so that we can focus on the nativity. There is so much negativity in the world, in the news, in our community. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Good news of great joy. This is a cause for celebration. Good. I need more good. Christmas brings us more of that good. Jesus brings us great joy. Christmas, more Christ, allows us to enter into the good news, into the great joy. The good news is that God loves you so much that God is with you. That's our second point this morning. God is with you. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that all who believe in him will be saved. God came to earth. When Jesus was born, God came to earth. The word was made flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel directly means God with us. That's how it is translated. You don't have to watch the news very long to see that this world is a pretty scary place. When my daughter gets scared, you know what she does? She gets really close to you. She gets near. She cuddles up next to you. If she has to go to her bedroom but the lights are off, she'll say, Daddy, come with me. Come turn the light on for me. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that all who believe in him will be saved. That is good news. God is with you. You are not alone. You don't have to act like you're alone. You don't have to be the bravest of the brave. Our confidence is in Christ, and that is good news. Something that we can celebrate. So celebrate, have a party. Even if you think that you've forgotten how to party, just do it. Have a birthday party this Christmas. Even if you've forgotten how to party, I think you know a party when you see one. And there's not just a couple of people. There are tons of them. They are all full of energy. They are excited. They are actively celebrating something. I ask you, what do you celebrate this Christmas? Part of every party is knowing the theme. You know, you have luau parties. Musicians have CD release parties. uh, You have superhero parties. What do you celebrate this Christmas? I hope that you celebrate God loves you. God is with you. I pray that you let that theme guide you as you celebrate. We all have cause to celebrate. This is universal. This is for everyone. A party doesn't lose steam when more people show up. It gains momentum. Celebrate with others. On the street corners, sing a carol. Join in a snowball fight with the kids. Just don't hurt anybody. (laughs) Do you want to build a snowman? Build a snowman. I pray that you see everything that God has given you and that you enjoy it this Christmas. God gave it to you for your enjoyment celebrate. Let a smile live on your face in an upright position. Celebrate. Pull your family in close. Pull your wife beneath the mistletoe. Make snow angels with your child. Laugh together. Have fun together. Celebrate together. And don't ever allow yourself to forget the purpose. The celebration isn't the cause to celebrate. Jesus, getting more of Jesus is the cause to celebrate. Don't forget the purpose. What do you celebrate this Christmas? He's making a list, checking it twice. And I'm not talking Santa. As a culture, we do this. We do a pretty good job at making lists, don't we? Shopping lists, friend lists, Christmas wish lists. How about making a celebration list? What do you celebrate? Pull your loved ones in close. Maybe ask this question around the dinner table around the fireplace. Make a list together. What do you celebrate this Christmas? What do you celebrate? Write it out. One by one, the things that you give thanks for, the blessings you have been given. May you have eyes to see the blessings God has given you. Hands to grab a hold, a heart to beat more like Christ's. And don't forget to celebrate. Because there is a party going on right here. And just like it took an angel coming face to face with a hillside full of shepherds, perhaps we're that angel for the world. We need to tell the world that there is truly a party going on right here. Let's celebrate all that we have, all that we are yet to unwrap in this gift that we have been given. This gift is to you from God, of God, the gift of Jesus. Yeah, it's time to celebrate. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we thank you for the gift at Christmas, the gift of Jesus. Give us a heart that just celebrates, a a heart to party like there's a party going on right here in the church. Give us eyes to see your your blessings around us, the, the way that you are working in this world that sometimes seems like such a scary place. It is. It's a scary place. Let us see the eyes that you haven't abandoned it that you are still at work bringing about uh, redemption, bringing about salvation, reconciliation, and let us celebrate in all that you have given. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.